everyone, my name is Alina and it's time for another Q&A. Welcome back to Traveling Inside Out, a podcast about exploring the world within or out. Today I'm gonna bring you a little bit of a bonus because um, I was invited as a guest to an incredible podcast uh, hosted by Marco. Uh, the name of the podcast is called Own the Truth and it was such an interesting interview that I would legit want to be a guest again. <laughs> and it was also a long one. So if you have some time to really listen to some colorful truth, just make sure you follow um, on the truth on all your podcast platforms that you can listen to. And as I was saying, I'm just going to give you a little teaser and then we're going to go back to our episode today. Enjoy. Um, quote number two. So I said, I asked her, are you aware of your truth? And Alina said, I sure am, but it was not easy to get there. And again, you know, I released an episode called figure your life out in quotations, right? It's what you hear a lot of people say, uh, your big brother, your dad, your uncle, whatever, maybe your aunt said it to you, your grandmother. And, you know, whenever we're in a shitty situation, it's really easy to just look at it and go like, Oh, you know, my life sucks. But then, in retrospect, it's like, man, that hardship led me here, and this is my truth now. But it it, it really wasn't easy to get there. Um, I, I it's it's just so relatable, you know. Um, here is this human being just putting herself out there, um, and you know, it's not like she's a famous person or anything, but. Everything she is saying is extremely powerful, in my opinion. Um, and it's powerful because no matter what position you hold in society, that quote is relatable to you. Like, that quote left an impact on you, 100%. Um, Alina's truth. So this was, you know, after she said, you know, I sure am. Uh, but it was not easy to get there. Um, I, you know, I kept poking and then she gave me this. She said, my truth is that I'm broken, but making an amazing and beautiful art piece out of little pieces. Now to start, to start answering that question of what is your truth? with the word broken. And it wasn't like she just said that whole quote in one shot. She like, if you listen back to the interview, she said broken and then took a couple seconds to continue. The reason why that had such an impact on me is because I can tell that that was the first thing that came to her mind because she answered me right away. She just said broken. 
but making an ama you know. So the broken the broken part is the truth, right? The rest of that quote is what she's doing about it, you know? So I hope that you uh, listen with that, uh, to that with interest because at least for me, it was really interesting, as I was saying. Um, but going away from that, coming back to this episode, uh, I've seen that one of the most recent episodes that I put out so far uh, is the one when I was uh, answering questions that I got from different people, of course, from the perspective of, of, uh, of a solo female traveler. And because I gather quite a bit of them um, again, I think it was quite, it, it's been a few months since I posted that episode. Uh, with no further ado, I think I should just get into the questions that I got because there are a lot of them. Um, the first one, okay, so here we go. <laughs> I will just read the question and then give my answer. Again, I've just wrote down the questions and the answers, I'm just going to give them on the spot. So I didn't uh, have my answers already written because I really want to give my immediate answer as in how I feel about the question. How do you decide where to go? Now, the truth is that I've kind of talked about this in other previous episodes and specifically the last one when I was in Cyprus, in which I was literally saying that I decided where to go because I knew that I wanted to be for my birthday somewhere warm, somewhere close by and so on. I've also uh, had another episode in which I straight up wrote, uh, said, like mentioned my bucket list, and I mentioned the reason why I would like to go in, um, in those countries. So if you're interested in these little ideas, just go ahead and listen to those episodes. What I could add to, this, uh, to those answers is that it's always a matter of time, of budget, and uh, of timing as well. So by time, I mean uh, how much time am I going to spend in a place that also helps me decide where to go. The budget, because it's not only about affording the plane ticket, it's also about do I need a visa? Is it going to cost me anything legal-wise to enter into that country? Then the timing is, is it high season? Is it low season? Is it winter? Is it summer? What do I need um, regarding the accommodation? Because these things, if it's high season or low season, the accommodation, the prices are different and so on. So I'm taking all of this in consideration and I'm always, always, always looking for offers. I said it before and I'm going to keep saying uh, some people just go window shopping just because maybe they will find something. 
Um, I'm always on the websites that offer different discounts and different offers regarding plane tickets or accommodation or so on. Okay, the next question is, what items could you not go without? Once again, I had a full-on episode in which I'm mentioning 10 items that I'm always taking with me specifically uh, on a plane or even if I'm traveling by the bus or by, uh, by bus or by train um, when it's kind of like a long a long uh, flight or a long you know ride and so on. So if you are interested in those 10 items, just go ahead and listen to that episode. Um, but one of the things that I do want to uh, mention about what items could you not go without is that, and it's something that I haven't mentioned so far, and it's something that is not necessarily relate, related to something useful in my trip, it's a little string by that is knotted on my wrist, on my left wrist. In uh, some pictures, you would be able to see it. And I do want to say the story of it. So this little string actually has a meaning. Uh, it's something that it's celebrated every 1st of March in my country, in Romania. We are calling it Mercy Shore. And it used to be celebrated as in the first day of spring. I know the equinox, for example, is like for my birthday, basically. <laughs> um, so it's not about uh, how the season works and so on. It's just like calendar-wise, it was considered that 1st of March is the first day of spring. It has a lot of history, and I think I would, uh, I should make a full-on episode only about that but um, I have used this little string so I put it on my wrist uh, before actually leaving Romania um, it was the way for me to celebrate that little celebration and I would take it off my wrist when um, the first tree will blossom or I would see the first tree blossoming However, when I left Romania three years, four years ago, <laughs> when I left for Iceland, um, yeah, almost four years ago, I put it on my wrist in the idea of keeping it because then when I would be in Iceland, I wouldn't have the little string for 1st of March. And like this, it became my very symbolic connection with my homeland. So for me now, this little, um, this little string that I have by my hand, it just means that I'm always going to be connected to my homeland and I'm willing to keep it on my wrist. I mean, now I'm in Romania, so it doesn't, it wouldn't necessarily make sense, but because it's the symbol of whenever I'm abroad, I look at my wrist and I'm, I'm just feeling more connected to my homeland. So this is one of the items that I would never go without. 
it used to be my flag and I'm still traveling almost always when I'm traveling on a longer period of time, I'm always taking my flag with me, but I'm not always seeing it because sometimes it's just sitting on the bottom of my luggage. Um, do you think you'll ever stop traveling? Well, honestly, no. I, again, I don't see myself traveling all the time, always and forever, even though I just re like I just recently realized that ever since September 2017, I've been traveling every single month. And it's crazy to me to think that because it was okay. So for eight months out of uh, that, uh, how much is it? Is it one year and a half? Um, so out of, I don't know how many, let's say 18 months, eight of them, I was actually uh, like a nomad. So I was uh, traveling from one country to another and so on. But the rest, I was actually settled in a country and still I decided to go abroad or to visit something every single month. Uh, so I don't see myself stopping traveling. I would just probably take a longer period as in I'm 100% sure that in April is going to be again the first month since September 2017 when I'm not going to travel abroad because I do have a lot of other priorities to consider right now. So no, I, I accept I'm really not physically able to travel. I won't ever stop. Um, and then related to this is like, when are you going to settle down? Well, settling down can mean so many things because some people think that uh, settling down means uh, to get married. Other people think settling down is to have a nine to five job. Other, th other people think that uh, buying a house means settling down. Um, for me, honestly, settling down means, I thought, I used to think that settling down means to stay put in a place more than like two months, uh, but it's not that. Because I've been living now in Romania almost five months and I don't feel like I settled down. Because up in my mind, I'm still not settled down. So settling down for me is when in my mind, I'm finally uh, staying put somewhere. Um, so when I will do that is when I really feel ready to do that. When I still really have reason to do that. Um, and when I really feel comfortable in the place where I am, when I really feel like I belong to the community where I live, because this is one of the hardest things that I ever had to um, admit. Um, I haven't felt like belonging into a community for probably more than a decade. And it's a lot of uh, the reasons, like the majority of the reasons is because of me and because of the way that I keep dreaming on something else, whatever the situation I'm in. Um, 
and it's difficult to live like that but that's the truth that is the truth so as soon as i'm gonna feel like i belonging in a community that's when i'm gonna settle down or that's when i'm gonna try to uh, aim as in settling down in that whatever community it is um and let's go from that to another question that is kind of uh, funny and not funny. <laughs> it's like funny because I would rather laugh about it other than cry about it. <laughs> um, so the question is, what about dating? Like, how do you like, how do you even do that? And I did have two episodes in which I'm talking about dating abroad. Um, the first one was dating abroad when uh, in uh, specifically in New York City. So you can go ahead and listen to that episode if you are interested. Uh, and then I had another episode in which I'm telling some crazy stories about some Tinder dates. Uh, the majority of them were from when I was in Iceland. Or actually, I think all of them. Um, so if you're interested in that story about my Tinder dates, you can go ahead and listen to that. At the moment, I'm not on any um, dating apps anymore because that's unfortunately that's not working for me and because I'm really looking for something serious and I'm not willing to compromise. And as soon as I'm seeing a problem, I'm shutting down all doors, let's say. So what about dating? Dating sucks uh, because no guy was able to keep up with me so far. And I mean physically, like physically keeping up with me, like literally keeping up with me going from one place to another and so on. Uh, but also mentally because I'm... I'm not willing to just settle for something that, you know, I don't want to settle for something just because it's something. I want to settle for something because I feel strongly about it. Um, I'm kind of going back to the other question about settling. So it's amazing. Like dating can be amazing if you just want to have fun. Because... Nobody can track you down. At the end of the day, you can literally just go have fun one night and then the next day you can just delete the number, block the person, worst case scenario, and then you move on to the next one. But it's it's something that, at least in my case, I don't know, maybe some people, they can just do that forever and ever. I don't know. Good for them. It's not something that I'm uh, I'm good at. And it's not something that I can literally... Um, I don't know, like flourish around it or uh, I don't know, something like that. So yes, from my point of view, when you're a traveler like I am, dating sucks. Um, okay, the next one is what is the best advice you heard or like someone gave you? It's difficult to choose an advice that I was given um, because it's always like things change. 
whatever someone, like for example, something someone told me 10 years ago that back then I felt like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, and now I'm like, oh, okay, that made sense actually. Or someone telling me something in the beginning of my trip and I'd be like, you don't know, you don't know me, you don't know how I'm going to travel and do that. And then at the end of my trip, you'd be like, like, oh, yeah, so that person was right. So for example, one of the best advices that I was given and I didn't want to hear about it, but then I started to understand and I keep trying to give this, um, this one back is you will never have time to see everything that you want to. And it's something so frustrating when you're in this place, like you're in a country and you have so many things that you want to see or so many uh, foods that you want to taste and so many hikes that you want to do and you want to see the sunset or you want to see the sunrise and you want to like there are so many things but then physically speaking you won't be able to see everything um no matter how long you're staying there no matter how long if you're staying three days or if you're staying three months you're still not gonna have the time to do everything on your list and to make your peace with that it's something so so difficult so it needs you need so much strength to make your peace with the idea of not being able to see or to experience everything that you wanted um so that's one kind of an advice and then the other one is to um, kind of like this is something that I keep saying to people and people are kind of like the reaction I get most of the time is like this is so cliche like you're just like a quote from the internet I'm like I don't know how to not make it cliche but it's true and it's something I strongly believe in uh, you really need to be kind to yourself first. Like first and foremost, you need to be kind to yourself and trust yourself. This is something that I learned only through traveling, um, and I'm still learning because I still I'm the I'm my worst enemy, and it's easy for me for myself to put like it's easier easy for me to put myself down. Um, because I'm the only one who knows what buttons to push to really drag myself down. I'm the only one who knows when to kick me at my worst and all these things. So it takes so much courage to accept who I am. Of course, try to work on the things that I don't enjoy. I'm not talking about that, but accept who I am and then... Um, just go you know just go from them i i remember how angry i was when i was in cyprus because i i basically i fucked up a, a bus stop i didn't get off the bus stop and i was screaming on the street and i was like i i was talking with myself and i was saying to myself you're such an idiot and why can't you pay attention and why are you always gonna do these things and then i stopped for a moment and i was like because this is who you are, because you're not always paying attention. It, is, it never happened that you you got uh, like 
you stopped there. It was like, okay, so you've done a mistake and then you're just you're just gonna hug yourself and just crawl uh, on the sidewalk and then you're just gonna stay there. No. <laughs> and then because I've done that mistake, because I've done that mistake and it always happened like that because I'm doing stupid mistakes, it ends up in discovering new things just because I got off the wrong bus stop and I had to walk I decided to walk to the next bus stop and it was like almost five kilometers but then I walked through the city through some area that I haven't and I wouldn't have seen it and I've seen some really beautiful houses I've seen some really literally beautiful houses so again I'm still working on it but Accepting who I am, accepting that I'm not always paying attention, accept, accepting that I'm not perfect in the way that I'm traveling. And this actually leads me to something that I couldn't have planned. This is something that I'm always working on. Um, what do you miss when traveling? Well, most of the times, especially when I lived abroad, the things that I would uh, miss the most would be uh, food related. And I'm saying that and people will be like, oh, don't you miss your family? Don't you miss your friends? And I'm like, honestly, no. <laughs> uh, because my friends are not my friends anymore, unfortunately. I've been in Romania for five months and I've been seeing my friends very, very rarely. It's just that we are not, we are in just different places. Um, it's not the same connection anymore. And I feel it and it's disappointing. And it hurts a little bit, but that's how it is. So um, staying in touch online, it's something that it's really easy to do. So I don't get to really miss a person because of that. But I do miss the food that I, like I miss some fruits that I can eat or I miss some food that I can make only home. Um, or I can straight up miss some moments. But that's not something miss like that's, like it was more like being nostalgic by things that I've uh, experienced other than missing uh, like I wouldn't necessarily miss the city. I would miss the moments when I was living there and, you know, being able to, I don't know, whatever I was doing in that moment of my life, uh, going, uh, I don't know, on a bridge and just being with my thoughts and just watching the flickering lights in within the uh, uh, runny water of the river, beneath the bridge that I was sitting on like these little moments but then that's not I don't know I think that's is that answering the question <laughs> um, and then the question was again what do you uh, so what do you miss um, when traveling and why what do you miss when you're uh, not traveling? So basically, what do you miss from traveling when you're staying put? And it's always going to be the freedom. I feel the best when I travel. Um, I feel like the, the kind of freedom that I feel 
while traveling, while discovering new places, while seeing new things, while learning about the culture, about the history, and so on, it's something that it cannot be replaced with anything else. Um, what is the one thing you know now that you wish you knew before you started traveling? Honestly, that you don't need a lot of money to travel. I remember I was in high school and I really wanted to travel and I always thought that you really do a lot of money. I always thought that you really need, um, like I was, I have a friend that she was traveling like crazy and I was like, I don't understand how can she afford that? Uh, because I knew that she's not rich and I was like, I don't, I always thought that only rich people can travel. And I realize now that it's not like that at all. It's just a matter of prioritizing your life because you're still going to make, uh, like you're still going to waste, like you're still going to spend money. It's just a, a way of prioritizing your life in order to be able to travel. So you're spending money to be towards traveling and not towards whatever else could it be. What if a dangerous thing will happen? I'm going to get into this when I'm going to uh, talk about my third experience as an immigrant. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like uh, I just realized the pants that I'm wearing right now, they're um, inside out. <laughs> Which makes it like part of the name of the podcast. But it's like, what the hell? I don't even know how to wear some freaking pants. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So I'm going to mention this in the next episode when I'm going to talk about my experience as an immigrant. I've already had two episodes. The one, one, uh, the first one was when I worked um, as a like a regular worker, a worker uh, in a factory in Denmark. The second one was when I was um, uh, an exchange student in uh, Turkey. And then the third one is going to be when I was a volunteer in Tunisia. And I'm going to talk specifically about what dangerous thing actually happened and how I dealt with it. But um, it really depends the what does it mean a dangerous thing and what does it mean it actually happening. So it's something that is uh, like happening to me or something that is happening around me. Um, I do have to admit that I'm I keep on thinking and I'm I'm trying to really organize myself. I think it would be good to take some self defense classes. Because I'm not going to lie, I'm an easy target. I'm a short, small uh, woman, and I don't have a lot of strength. So it would literally be like, physically speaking, it's easy to put me down. So I'm actually considering to take some self-defense class, self classes because it would be important for me to know what actually to do in case of uh, someone really trying to hurt me. Uh, physically speaking but in general if I know I'm going into a country that there uh, there are some like problems or 
something happened or I don't know, I would try to find, um, no, it's not, I wouldn't try. I would find the numbers of the embassy or the consulate, uh, the Romanian embassy or the consulate from that country. And I would um, either tell them that I'm gonna be here for one month, or if, I mean, if I'm going there for five, four days, it doesn't matter. Uh, but then another thing that, again, it's important is uh, to actually buy uh, traveling insurance, especially when you go for a longer period of time, because that can cover a lot of shit that can happen to you during your trip. So I'm really pro buying uh, traveling insurance, especially if it is for a longer period of time. Um, I mean, for like one week trip, I don't necessarily do it. Um, I'm not saying that I don't recommend it. I'm just saying that I'm not doing it. But then, for example, when I was in South America and I was, I took, I, I had a one year uh, traveling insurance and that actually covered my ass as twice. And I, it actually paid itself because I got the refund for one thing that was stolen from me and the other one when I got hurt. Um, so, yes. And I think this would be, no. So I have the next question again. As a woman, how do you deal with hygiene? Well, this sucks. Let's just be honest. This sucks, and it sucks because in a lot of in a lot of in a lot of countries that I visited uh, so far, uh, the hygiene is not the best. And I even I didn't even like I know there are countries where it's way worse, like way 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 worse. And uh, I'm always trying to have like some. Uh, uh, wet napkins with me, some hygienic uh, spray or gel. Um, when it comes to, and I really hope that people won't consider this as being a taboo subject because it's part of a woman's life and it's important to mention. When uh, the woman is menstruating, um, I don't have to say that I'm using the menstruation cup. I find it the easier to use. However, if you don't have access to the toilet and the sink in the same little cubicle, let's say, then that sucks. Uh, the way that I was dealing with that would be to actually, because I've been in some hostels in which the toilet was in one place and then the sink was in uh, outside. So the way that I would deal with that would be to uh, take my cup once, only once a day, uh, to take it out once a day in the shower, which I don't think it's hygienic either, but I couldn't find any other way. Um, it sucks when you have to throw the toilet in the trash and not in the actual uh, toilet because that's disgusting. It's just disgusting, but that's how it is. I'm always, always making sure to wash my hands. It's really important to wash your hands um, before you eat. Even when, 
or this is why it's important to have the hygienic. Actually, the gel, I don't recommend the gel as much. Or if you have the gel, have some napkins as well, because the gel, it's just basically uh, like it's just shuffling the germs around your hand. It's not necessarily cleaning. So I would suggest to use the gel and then a napkin to actually, you know, like clean out the hand. But whenever possible, go and wash your hands because it's one of the most important things that you can do before you eat. Um, and another uh, <clears throat> another thing is that I'm um, I'm always uh, trying to like I'm always having with me like the toothpaste and the toothbrush and the deodorant I'm always having with that with them with me even if I'm traveling for a long distance and I would have um, like a check-in luggage that goes to my to like um, yeah it's either with the bus that it goes inside the bus or in the plane or wherever I'm still gonna have those because if I have access to a little sink then that's gonna refresh me uh really easily i'm not the person who chews gum i don't like it i don't find it useful and i just i don't enjoy it so for me to actually refresh myself for a little bit would be to just straight up wash my my teeth brush my teeth and the last uh, question is about the packing hacks now i talk about this the last time in the last episodes regarding uh my packing uh, skills that are still improving, but I'm still struggling with uh, with that. Um, I'm um, I'm always trying to really think in outfits because this uh, late uh, earlier in my travels, I would just think, oh, I want to wear this and I want to wear this and I want to wear this, and then that's it. But now I'm trying to think like, okay, so I have these pants and I can use for these pants, I can use like three tops, for example, or I have this skirt and with this skirt, I can use uh, two different tops or I can have one top that I can use for the skirt and for the pants or something like that. So I'm really trying my best to think in outfits and of course, always wear your um, like the most uh, the one that takes the most uh, uh, space in your luggage. Try to wear it when you're actually uh, traveling. Okay, so these were 13 questions that I've answered. If you have any other questions. Um, just let me know and I will answer next time in probably a few more months. So this concludes today's episode. If you like it, don't forget to subscribe to Traveling Inside Out uh, to any platforms that you might uh, hear me on. Also, I forgot to tell you, I've, oh, this is so exciting actually. For like two weeks already, my past my podcast is now on iHeartRadio. So officially, I'm on 14 different podcast platforms. So you can really listen to my podcast on a lot of them, whatever you enjoy the most. 
just make sure you subscribe to it or favorite or I don't know what's the, the thing that you can do. And feel free to come uh, with any kind of questions, recommendations, or if I'm saying something that you don't agree with, come on, let's have a conversation because I really do like to actually talk with uh, people that have a different point of view. Not so many are doing that anymore. Everybody's just insulting each other. So let's just come up and uh, have a conversation if you if there's something that you don't agree with okay so this was uh, all for today until next time follow your dreams and stay true to yourself bye